Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle episode 500 is a celebration of all of Pervert Nation and the people that bring the show to you. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 500 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope it finds you doing well, living the best life you can, and celebrating the special occasions within your life. And that brings me to this episode because I am celebrating an auspicious number and occasion with episode 500. 500. Can you believe it? I can't. This has been such an incredible experience and it's been over nine years in the making and I cannot be more thrilled to be at this milestone. I had a number of plans for this episode, a lot of ideas rolling around in my brain and had a couple things planned. You know, things change. And if you know anything about podcasting, you know you have to adapt on the fly and be light on your feet. So what I have done with this episode has turned it into a celebration of the people that help bring this show to you. So who are you going to hear from? Well, you are going to hear from Madeline Ray and Dahlia D. But for the first time, you are going to hear them together. I had the opportunity to record with them at the same time, and it was a lot of fun. And in doing it, I think we planted seeds on some projects that we may get into in the future, but we will cross that bridge when we get there. Good friend of the show, the man behind the scenes, Webman Greg, makes an appearance The fine stepfather joins in the fun, and we had a great time. And then at the end of the show, I round it out with just a few more words. And as you can tell by everything that I have listed, this is going to be a long and epic show. So how about we get right into it? As I said, Madeline Ray, Dahlia D., together a little menage three for us it was so much fun we were so excited to record this and it came together so extremely well and i love the blend of their personalities working together the three of us having a good time and i know that you in pervert nation are really going to enjoy it so let's start with them head to webman greg stepfather and then 
myself. So everybody, enjoy the show and get ready to smile and raise a glass and have a good time with us. Dear friends, when it comes to this show, I cannot imagine doing it with two other people that I have grown very fond of so quickly thanks to my involvement in the adult community. They add so much to this show that I cannot express the creativity and the humor and the fun that they give to Pervert Nation. So luckily, we were able to make it happen where we get both of them at the same time. So allow me to introduce the first one. She is one of the most amazing cam models and content creators in the game. She is everything you could possibly want in an entertainer and more. She is the fungi femme fatale, the mushroom maiden, the caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, and the pantyhose and plant princess, as well as the potato pimp. She is Madeline Ray. All right, give a quick hello. Hi. <laughs> and the next one. She is also one of the best content creators and cam models in the game. She is also one of the most amazing women you could find in this community. She is the mistress of moisture. Yes, I said it just because I wanted to. But she is the goddess from the great white north. She is actually not your mistress of moisture because she is your anti-squirta from Alberta. She is your she is your moose knuckle from Manitoba. It is Dolly D, and you should see the face I'm getting for that one. <laughs> the moose knuckle. Just you know, it's right there. <laughs> the moose knuckle. Oh, I am the vaginal wedgie of my country. That's what you just said to me. Yep. Yep. You are the well-defined Majora and I said menorah. Oh, <laughs> minor A. My, minor. Just when I thought that my descriptors couldn't get any more disgusting, you just you came on out and made it worse. Why can't I be the caterpillar concubine? The fuck? Do, do you have a garden where you bring? caterpillars from said garden into your house yeah dahlia do you put bugs in your kitchen like i do like no <laughs> <laughs> like maybe i would if it would get me cuter nicknames <laughs> okay how about this the next time you are on the show i will go out of my way oh, to make sure that you get the introduction that you would love I Can promise. I be like the hockey puck you want to fuck? Like, is that? Ooh, I like ah, that. Right. Ah, Canadian. Ah, right? Something about maple syrup. Yeah. Okay. Thicker than maple syrup right off the tree, baby. <laughs> How about the maple syrup mama from <laughs> Manitoba? I, I mean, 
I'll take it. Okay. There's not a mothering bone in my body unless like dicks fucking me. So. Hmm. All right, we'll work on it. We... I don't know if Mama fits, but. Who's <laughs> <laughs> maiden? The maple syrup maiden. There you go. Yes, okay. I'll be a maiden. Oh, you flatter me. <laughs> what is it like to be on camera and recording an episode at the same time? I feel I wasn't expecting this. Usually I make like dumb faces like every time you like talk. <laughs> so now he can see him. And now I you guys can you. see it. So I'm like, oh, I was not prepared for this at all. If I knew we were doing a video, I would have like gotten ready. Like Madeline looks fantastic right now. Shut up. The no, listeners no, no, can't no. see, but she I'm... looks so good. Naked face. But thank you. I'll take it. I have to be nicer to myself and accept compliments instead of pretending. You sure do. (laughs) Well, you are both stunning and beautiful. And truly, to you, thank you both for being on the show. Um, It has been a crazy journey going through the process of bringing people into the show and seeing if they would fit the flow. And I tell everybody... When it comes to the both of you, you bring different energies to the show, and each one is perfect. And so, in the honor of episode five hundred, oh boy, I would like you to describe those energies and those personalities in as much detail as you can, starting with Madeline. <clears throat> yes, Dick, please start with me and make it awkward. Oh, make it so awkward. All right, I can do that. <laughs> Let me get closer to the camera. Oh, God. So when it comes to Madeline, she has an air of sophistication to her. There is this energy that she puts out that is very strong, but not overly dominant. You know, there's there's a power to her energy. But then this sense of humor comes out that you don't expect. And that is what makes that little juxtaposition. That's what makes that work so well with her because she comes out. She's a a quick hitter. Like she is not someone that just throws a lot of stuff out there and hopes something sticks. She waits for that perfect moment to say something and nails it every time. Now with Dahlia. In contrast. (laughs) Dahlia is very high energy. She is super entertaining and outgoing and is very willing to put herself out there in a way that I think other performers would not be comfortable doing on this part. You're not supposed to be talking about my butthole dick. This is about personality. (laughs) It winks at me. I am aroused immediately and my mouth starts to water. Uh, So does it get moist? Oh, it gets so (laughs) damp. Is this going to be like, an episode of how many times can we gross Dahlia out? Because I will make the gaggy noise every single time. Uh, 500. Yeah, I hope We so. have to go for 500. Yeah, 500. Five for five. 500 gags. That's your next video. But both Got of it. you truly bring a great energy and a beauty and an effortlessness to what you do here. And you make what I do so much better and a lot easier by being who you are. There you go. Yes. That is exactly what I was hoping for. I was fishing like super hard. (laughs) Did you get the big one? I did. I did. I got exactly what I was looking for. Oh, she got the big one. Yeah, Yeah, it's 
It's been amazing to bring people in and you just go, man, this, this feels right. This is how this is supposed to work. And it's been a lot of fun for sure. So Dick, we're not talking about my butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna have to keep reminding you of that one. First knuckle (laughs) of the pinky finger. And that's it. That's all that goes in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can agree. You concur, Madeline. I mean, can I watch? Oh uh, yeah. You can join. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm here for. I just want to like smoke a cigarette in the corner. Oh, oh okay, okay. She's like a fancy cuck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can you go on to the left? You, you, you two go ahead and have sex. I'm gonna sit here and, and be cool. Admire. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Admire the art. <laughs> and let's be honest, if it wasn't for the two of you, this show would end with this episode you two have kept this going you two are the reason i am still continuing to do it i was burnout and in a difficult mental state and the two of you not only gave me a place to escape to when it came to this show but you gave me the motivation to keep going so let's be honest, you didn't really have a choice. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> we kind of forced you. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of like the work wife thing, you know, happy wives, happy lives. So you and you, you have an had... entire harem to keep happy. So good luck with that to you, sir. It's very difficult, especially now that both of you have seen my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> my, my in-studio girlfriend, for those who remember Good friend Sydney Page uh, introduced me, uh, which which is a nice way of saying mailed to me, uh, Aurora, <laughs> and I finally have her unboxed and dressed in studio. How many times have you walked past and just honked like Hong Kong? Every time. Okay, good. I was about to say because if they... you just look at me and you go, "I haven't," I'd quit. They're amazing. Did you choose the name Aurora? No, uh, that was her given name. Oh, you don't even get to pick the name of your fuck doll? Well, I could rename it, but I like Aurora. But that would be weird. She wouldn't be able to respond to her name anymore. She doesn't have a head. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way I like my That's right. (laughs) It's spooky season. I can say that without it being weird. I, I like my women like I like my beer cold with no head. That's an old joke. That's a very, very old joke. Ah, someone get me a hatchet. I need to be Madeline's type. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> so let me ask each of you, and I will allow you to to fight over who gets to go first. What has your journey been through your time on this show? Madeline can go first. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Um, it's been a blur, honestly, because like thinking about it when I was brushing my hair earlier, I'm like, how long has this been? It's it'll be two years in April, right? Uh, yeah. What episode did Madeline initially start in? Do you remember? I I do not. You interviewed me. And yeah, I don't know the number, but it was DC 21 or DC 22. No, 21. Couldn't it was DC 21. Let's let's look. It was. It was. Trust okay, me. I'm trusting you. Go ahead. Because <laughs> then, so unprepared, Dick. 
How do you not just I'm, know this off the top of your head? I listened to a few episodes on my own, did my research, and then I was like, hey, you know what? People say I'm funny. So, uh, hey, bud, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Throw me a bone? Yeah. Let me talk? Uh, uh. <laughs> and I did. And it's all been downhill from and there. And just, just <laughs> horrible. I don't know what I'm happened. lucky I didn't get fired last month, honestly. I was really scared. Where are you? I, dude, I felt so bad. Not like physically, but like for bail, like having to bail out. I'm like, I'm fine. I know I sound like this. Oh, oh okay. For, for your illness. I got you. And I died. No, that's, <laughs> you were fine. No, I was dead no no i mean like it, it was okay oh. oh yeah so that's what episode was it two so dear listeners can we just establish the fact that dick was over five minutes late to start this episode yeah he to was. Begin with, and then he shows up with nothing prepared no idea when we even began this journey none of the specific dates memorized come on dick. you know i'm cutting all this out right no, you're not. <laughs> i will riot <laughs> we'll go on strike that's what everybody yeah, else is doing that's we'll it you'll be all by yourself what's that face for so madeline's first episode was episode 344 as part of exotica dc part one where I did, we did the 10 question gauntlet. Yeah, we did. I went to your hotel room all by myself and sat on your other bed. Yes, you were very brave. We giggled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this guy going to do? Really? <laughs> and, Dick's not a threat. <laughs> and, and what did I do? I don't remember. You didn't fart or anything. It wasn't awkward. I was a gentleman. <laughs> Oh yeah, see, I didn't even remember. Right. It was so I'm, <laughs> unmemorable. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fairly unmemorable. So beige, very beige. <laughs> so I'm gonna see if I could. There's no way I'm finding Dahlia here. Why not? Because she was a part of a gauntlet that what? I did during the pandemic. I was a independent episode for your first. Yeah. See, he doesn't even remember. Oh, I'm going to go cry. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. I'm definitely cutting this out. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. I'm getting on the site. I'm looking myself. Dahlia oh. D, episode 357, February 23rd, 2020. You're welcome. Oh, boom. There you go. Boom. Madeline's on it. Glad somebody is. I'm horrible at this. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so 357 yeah so Dally and I came out about the same time that's beautiful your life just improved immensely over the course of a couple months 2022 was awesome for him oh I thought you were talking about her okay I'm sorry yeah <laughs> episode 500 the roast that's right <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it the end, Dick. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> give all these sweet words, and then I burn it to the ground by accident. Uh, all right, so your turn, Dahlia. What was the question? <laughs> How have things changed for you while you've been on this show? Um, I have a lot less free time. <laughs> You're going to have a lot more free time coming up. <laughs> 
ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing with the wrong podcast host. <laughs> no, you know what? It's actually so funny because I don't know if you remember, but when we first started talking, I was kind of telling you that I was thinking of starting my own podcast. But I didn't want to do it by myself. And I was kind of really looking for somebody that I could just like osmosis myself into. Mm-hmm. And so you came along. And I believe that's actually how we met. Yes. I think I put out uh, a tweet on Twitter, obviously. And uh, I said something along the lines of, you know, I'm looking to be on a podcast. And then Dick was like, please, please be on my podcast. I need I'll you do so anything. And then I realized I was messaging you and I went, oh, wrong person. Damn it. (laughs) All day, baby. I got it all day. (laughs) This is our dynamic when we record, Madeline, just so you know. Wow. I don't often see. (laughs) (laughs) This, This is more dick rigid. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, you bring yeah, you bring out the weird fuzzy vest in him. <laughs> That's still in my closet. I'm more than happy to wear that thing out again. Yeah, you better. It's Halloween. It's coming up. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Can we get photos in that in the shorts? <laughs> I have bad news about the shorts. <gasps> they no. Uh, who did what? You got to stop eating tacos, Dick. I'm telling you. You've uh, ruined way too many pairs at this point. Going up a ladder oh, onto no. uh, like a, a low roof where you kind of have to swing your leg up and over because the ladder wasn't quite tall enough for me to do it comfortably kind of blew a seam. So uh, I'm going to have to find another pair of nut hugger shorts for you. Can you just like take an old pair of your jeans and cut them super short, like Daisy Dukes with the frayed edges? Ooh. I had a friend do that. He went as like NASCAR dad for Halloween, but he just like obliterated a pair of shorts and then had the giant Fu Manchu and a cutoff shirt, and it was perfect. Yes. Oh, that would be beautiful. The stringy, the better. Well, as I say, either I could do that. Or I could kind of baby pin in place and re-sew like some major package showing shorts. Almost like boxer briefs, but in <laughs> shorts. <laughs> oh, tailored to fit. Yeah. By the way, if you ever tell this story about how you ruined the shorts again, I highly recommend that you tell people it was because you're giant dick and balls. <laughs> Busted through the seam. The latter story is a little lackluster. I'm just saying. Okay. I think you could really jazz that up a little bit, you know. I was getting ready to record an episode with these two fine ladies, and I was so aroused that the fabric ruptured. It there exploded. You, go. Sure. you could audibly hear the cotton fabric trying to hold back. The essence of Dick Screaming. Dangle, and just it, it couldn't. It was it was an avalanche of balls and dick. That's better. Aren't you glad there weren't any buttons? Oh, you have no idea. I, I would have knocked yourself out. Holy smokes! I, I have a new computer screen. It just shot right off, hit the screen, shattered it. Kind of a, kind of embarrassing. Rather impressive. Right. See that story? Okay. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Okay. 
I, I concur. I mean, getting up on a roof for what reason? Lame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gutter repair. <laughs> Boo. It, okay. I mean, if you spin that into a euphemism, that yeah. could be kind of. But. And by gutter, I mean somebody's butt. And by repair, I, I mean sex. I was really hoping you were going to be like your mom. Oh. <laughs> Me too. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Damn. Missed that felt like the perfect your mom joke line, and he just missed it. <sighs> by gutter, I mean your mother. <laughs> by repair, I mean sex. Okay. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you ever refer to any part of me as a gutter, I will find you. And I will kill you. Just uh, so you know. You will lose. <laughs> and I will put it in your gutter. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm Dick, sorry, Madeline. Dick. Dick. Yeah. Is it a moist gutter? Oh. <laughs> It'll, it'll, it'll be the dampest gutter you've ever seen. She's, she's going to have to get one of those companies that put the lip on it so water goes in it and not debris because I will have wrecked that gutter. I'm going to refer to Dick says from now on just debris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is... there's another piece of debris walking around uh, Jesus, throw that thing out oh but yeah that's yeah any uh any ne'er-do-wells on the planet i'm just gonna refer to them as de- human debris i like that oh, that's good shit this is exactly yeah. what i expected from this by the way i saw someone the other day this just your human debris thing just reminded me i saw something the other day where someone referred to another person as the human equivalent of cat piss and I just, oh, isn't that beautiful? That's a good one. My favorite, like, very PG version of you fucking suck okay. is you expired can of bean dip. Oh, that hurts. That's nice. Right to the soul. Who fucking forgot about That's PG. In the back of the pantry. That's cutting. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Because you always get excited for that bean dip, too. It's like you're a letdown on top of That's- being shitty expired i'm gonna have to go get some chips and bean dip now (laughs) make sure it's not expired and make sure you're not wearing nice shorts (laughs) (laughs) so what do we do with this what do we do with you so and you i mean how do you feel about reaching 500 ah it's crazy it doesn't seem real to be honest to think that this started over nine years ago as a let's see if we have something that we can build upon and keep topics and conversation going i thought uh, i would get a couple years out of it because i started uh, for those who don't know Uh, Back when this show first started, I did two shows. I did Dangling After Dark, and I did one called 30 Minutes of Music, where I would talk about albums I had purchased, concerts I went to, interesting music news, things like that. And I thought if there was one that was going to find a lane, it was that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Once I got to the point where a friend of the show, Champagne Dan, got me into he helped me get into um blush gentleman's club 
that is now Rick's Cabaret, and I started doing interviews with the features. That was after about two years. And once that started, because I had such a name in the community from being a fan for so long, that took off. And then the following through social media just kind of built upon that. It's crazy to think that I've put out this much product and I've met so many people and so many amazing people and have stories for the rest of my life that I could always fall back on and think about and laugh. It's surreal, I guess would be the best word for it. It's over overwhelming at times to think of just kind of how this all played out and where I'm at. And when it comes to this, like when I did show 300 and 400, it was more for me a celebration of pervert nation and the people that helped me do the show, you know, stepfather, you guys, webman, Greg, you know, uh, Harley Marie, all the people that, that I wanted to highlight beyond myself with this show. And to think that now this is kind of as much about me as it is. The other people is, is just, it's, it's really hard to wrap my head around. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank it's you. Damn work. Oh, 500 whole episodes in all of these episodes is there still a person out there that you're like i really wish that i could interview that person at this point no i really i am such i mean there are people i would like to interview but there's no one where i think to myself if i don't interview them i will consider this a lost cause right there's no like one that got away not really Because if I didn't have an interview with them, it wasn't meant to be. And I'm at the point now where I have become friends with or have gotten to know so many or just plain old interviewed so many of the elite performers that I don't want to say I get more joy in talking to the people that don't have the following or new to the industry. But I think for me, there's so much more. What's a good word for it? Fuel for me, because it it keeps me on top of my game as an interviewer. And it allows me to kind of think outside of the box when it comes to asking them questions. But in just getting to know people and letting them tell their story, I love that more than I ever have now. That has grown, just getting to know so many people and giving them I've kind of used this term uh, a lot over like the last year or so, just kind of giving people a safe place to land where they go, okay, I know that if I'm going to have a conversation with you or if I'm going to see you at a convention or whatever it is, that you're going to get this. You're going to get Dick Dangle. You're going to get a genuine guy who cares. You know, you wouldn't think that somebody called Dick Dangle would be a safe place to land, but I can't (laughs) person in this industry that would be yeah wild wild no it's okay we're just gonna go see dick right it's, yeah it's fine just come up to my hotel room and get in my car and i'll drive you wherever you want to go right okay fine. <laughs> but he means it though yeah. <laughs> by the way does this smell like chloroform to you um <laughs> <laughs> there are a few things that still bring me as much joy as telling people who don't know me or don't know me as Dick Dangle for me to say my name. 
that <laughs> they're still just to like uh, oh so what's your name dick dangle and just to watch them like either think to themselves did i just hear that or that's the greatest name i've ever heard in my life <laughs> and it suits you so well you look like it, a dick dangle it does yeah it does truly I'm not sure how to take that, but thank you. You just, you look like a dick. What can I yeah. say? <laughs> yep. She said it. I was going to, if she didn't, I had it. It was right here at the tip of the tongue. If I were to give Dahlia a name. No, I'm kidding. Well, I would imagine that it would still be alliterative. So it'd be like Carolina, ah, some other C word. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally oh. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's a would... joke. Damn. I think that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Dick. Wow. Oh, episode 500, you're going soft. <laughs> Not with you two on screen. Come on now. Off, guys. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Do we have a personality for soft dick? I think we've... We've talked. Oh, yeah, Dick El Dente. We have, we have, we have <laughs> passive aggressive Dick Dangle, which is Dick El Dente. <laughs> but El Dente is still a little hard. Yeah, he's just a little hard. He's not all hard. He's he's the one that got kind of a whiskey dick thing going on, and he's 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 trying <laughs> he's to stuff around. it in. He's trying. Yeah. What, do, what do we call fully flaccid dick? What do we call the softy? Richard. <laughs> Richard something. What do we, what do we got? What's, what's a. <sighs> Richard. Oh, Richard. Gentle. <laughs> Richard rope something. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's never go here again, guys. We don't want to think about soft dick. <laughs> brought it up. <laughs> We're trying to bring it up, but it won't. Oh, it's just Richard. We saw a quick glimpse of, of soft dick, of of Ropes McFlanagan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys just need to work harder, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. Now it's my job? Oh, Fuck. Yeah. Tell the We're jokes. off the clock. <laughs> yeah, right. Off the cock. <laughs> hey. So I have to ask, Madeline, when you first met Dick, what was your first impression? Did you know that you were going to be like sticking with this show forever? Fuck no. No, I went to Exotica. I was invited by he who shall not be named the Voldemort of the industry now. Um, yeah. And I was like, hey, meet us down in the lobby of the hotel room. We'll go get lunch. And I was like, fine, I'll go get lunch with two random strangers I've never met on the Internet before. Madeline makes safe decisions. Mm -hmm. I do. So I'm she like, got in our windowless van, right? <laughs> <laughs> they they handed me a burlap sack and said, put this on your head. And I was like, oh, I love hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then we went and got barbecue and we talked and everything was great and fantastic. And they could handle me. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, oh, talking to this dude's pretty cool. I'm going to get in his car again. I don't know. It was just like being in his presence. I could just pick up. He was like cool people. Oh, yeah. Because here we are two years later. Yeah. Have you so met him in was... person yet? No. We're about to. It's good. Coming. I hope it's the best time. Seriously. Seriously. Like he's great. just, he's Angel Baby. Oh, 
come on. Well, that's that's what both of you probably thought when you first met me in whatever capacity it was. Is like, look at this simp bitch. <laughs> there's right, there is no one this nice that's just nice to be nice. There's no way. That's so weird. I didn't know that you had like mind reading powers. I should really watch it from now on. <laughs> so what was the segue into your second episode as a co-host from an interview i just reached out like like let's do it again yeah i was like you know i had stayed so far back in the industry because i'm just like oh i don't know where i fit in just like this weird little fetish person that does what she does and after exotica i was kind of like you know what I'm going to do shit. I'm going to get my own website. I'm going to put myself out there. And I reached out to him and was like, yo, let's do it. Oh, yeah. And he graciously accepted. (laughs) He's like, fine. (laughs) Like, what's in it for me? Yeah. Like, sure. Cool. Beautiful friendship was born. (laughs) (laughs) And now he can't get rid of me. (laughs) All right, Dahlia, so answer your own question. Yeah, how'd it go? What what was the question again? Oh, come on! (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first impression is, you know, you were always very, like, professional, like, right off the hop. It was super nice to kind of meet somebody who took this shit seriously. Because a lot of other podcasts, especially ones that I'm not going to name on this show... (laughs) are super unprofessional and they just don't take it seriously. You know, um, they don't treat it not like a job, but as like a serious hobby, you know, um, you actually put the work in, you had everything ready to go. You had all of your promotional materials ready to go. Pretty sure you had photos of me. Like it was kind of creepy, but whatever you had them ready to go, like for our interview. And you know, you, you really went above and beyond where a lot of podcast hosts, don't take it seriously. Mm. Right. So that was something that really struck me. And I, you might not know this because of my loosey goosey personality, <laughs> but I am very much like a business person at my core. That's like my whole shtick is that like, I, I do the business and I'm actually secretly 12 kids in a trench coat, but uh, <laughs> doing the business. Um, but, but yeah, so that was something that really appealed to me, like right off the hop was like, okay, here's somebody who has found his passion, who has, you know, figured out the formula for this show and who is giving it his all and treating it super professionally and also giving respect to the performers that you're interviewing, which I think is so, so important. A lot of times you get podcasts that are hosted by people that think better than the people they're performing or that they're interviewing. Ooh, I like the way you put that. Yeah. Yeah. You get like this air of like superiority when you're an interviewer and there was never that with you. It was always just easygoing conversation. It was, you know, um, we had that mutual respect right off the hop and I've seen you do that to every single person that you have interviewed. And that's, what's kept me going this whole time. The second you drop the ball, I'm gone. I don't have a ball around me. He's looking for a ball. Yeah, I'm literally looking for a ball. Oh, wait. Yeah, hold on. I will throw ah, it. There you go. Oh. Drop two of them. Oh, finally. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was good. That was very, very good. Got it. <laughs> if there is one thing that I really hang my head on as a podcast host and interviewer, it's the fact that if I don't know somebody and I interview them, and after the interview, they go, that was great. I did not expect those questions. Thank you for being professional. You know, whatever version of that uh, they say. I don't want to say I live for it, but it's very validating when you hear that. And uh, not to pat myself on the back, but I, I hear that a lot. And it makes me wonder what other people are doing. Um, hmm. But it makes me feel good about what I'm doing. I won't even tell you what other people are doing. It's not worth anybody's time. Listen to the Dick Dangle podcast only. That's right. <laughs> or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, where would you like to see this show go, the two of you? Like, what would you like to see happen to the show? What would you like to see your role continue to grow to be with this show? Madeline, you go first. Yeah, <laughs> stop I that. knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be a smartass and be like president and CEO, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't learned the end spiel, so I obviously cannot take up that role. That's true. I refuse to shoulder that responsibility. The end spiel? <gasps> Do you know the end spiel? I don't, but now I kind of really want us both to try it. Oh my God. All right. It's you, you have uh, the floor. I'm not doing you, it now. Right now. Okay. Okay. Wait, well, can you start us off? Okay. Are, are you ready? Yeah. Thank you listeners. Thank you, one and all, for one listening all. to this show. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Do something that your feeds pets. your soul. Oh, that's uh, Do good. it as often as you can. That's coming up. So what's the one before that? Take your vitamins. Your clothes. Wash your drawers. That's at the end. <laughs> Pay for your porn. Pay for your porn. Oh, my God. And support wonderful content creators like the interviewee we have on the street today. <laughs> and whoever the co-host is. Right. <laughs> Correct. And then it is feed your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And then something witty and creative that has to do with the episode we just recorded. And then... Dangle on. Right. Or some variation thereof because I always fuck it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dangle dong. That's right. <laughs> well, dongle dang. There is the one that Madeline Ray gave me a number of episodes ago because I upset her so bad by saying the word pillow and oh, frustrated. Oh. Well, what did you say? The word what? Do you, what? what do you sleep on, Dahlia? What do you put your head on that's on your bed to sleep on at night? A pillow. Thank you. Face crazy. What does Dick sleep on? Uh, a what? I say it. Huh? Do you want me to say it? No. Some people from certain regions of the U.S. say pillow. Oh, so do toddlers. There you go. <laughs> does that mean I can nurse? Oh. <laughs> 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 but, but she also complained about people saying the word frustrated instead of frustrated. So I ended the show like that. She was like, dangle on. <laughs> She's all pissed off at me. Stormed out, slammed the laptop, and ran away. Yeah, it was Ugh. it was entertaining. That is so frustrating. <laughs> so the last show you two do together. <laughs> uh, no, I can I can 
I can handle it. Can you? I fucking handle it. All right. I have weathered many storms, you two. Many a storm. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And most of them have been Dick Dangle episodes. <laughs> can I just wrong. tell you? Dewey, my forehead itch Dewey? right now. Is, is that the word you want to use? Is Dewey? Yeah, that is the word. I'm not going to be a, a dick. She just I'm said frustrated. You, you I know. Wow. She's I am it. putting out into the universe what I want back. So. Oh, that's beautiful. Dear listeners, there are many words that Dahlia finds disgusting. Most of them indicate a certain level of wetness. <laughs> and Madeline has been very kind in avoiding those words. <laughs> Very kind. Yep. Okay, so we got up a little track. I'm actually, um, I'm curious to hear Madeline's answer about this. Where do you see the show going? What would you like to see happen to the show? I would like, I don't know, um, to keep doing it, <laughs> to keep okay. talking. Okay. I would like more fun news instead of all the shit news that's going on so we can banter about it. That would be real fucking sweet. Right. Um, I don't know. And may, maybe, maybe, and this is just me talking, you know, uh, more indie, maybe more fetishy people versus, okay. you know, like just the, the big names. I got you. People that are mainstream, you know, every now and then. I got you. How about you, Dahlia? Oh, you've triggered like the business person in me. Oh yeah. Let's bring it. I want to hear yeah. it. I would like to see video versions of the podcast being posted on YouTube with shorts being posted on TikTok and Instagram reels and (laughs) actual adult marketing through like Google AdSense and, you know, promoting your, your stuff on social media to the point where everybody will just come and listen to it. I think there's a lot of things that Dick can't do because Dick is a very busy Dick. Dick spends a lot of time doing his jabs. <laughs> you know what? You I can I can agree with her on that. You know, I'm all I'm gonna stoke the fire a little bit there. Okay. I mean, we could do more. This has to be a collective. It can't all be him. Just say it is, it is true. But you seem to know what the hell you're talking about, so I'm all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is my whole thing, right? Like I'm I'm all about the business. I <laughs> I do the business, and that is something that I would love to see because. You know, the podcast has obviously grown exponentially since you started it, but I think it has so much more potential. And I think that the the show is really just not reaching as many ears as I feel it could for the level of professionalism and the effort that you put into it. So, and I mean, you know, we've chatted about this here and there before, but I really do think that like, you know, a YouTube presence and a TikTok presence, as much as it's the bane of your existence would help reach those ears as much as possible. If I were to have a YouTube presence, it would actually be away from this show. I would still be Dick Dangle, but -hmm. it would be away from this show. I think it would allow me the opportunity to be more creative beyond this, either me doing advice or... Uh, to be honest, doing kind of skittish comedy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. TikTok's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, foggy. Uh, well, that's part of it is just because I don't know what audience I'm reaching by being on that platform. Fair. Understandable. Yeah. But, but everything else I can agree with. 
but it is truly transitioning permanently from a job that I hate to whatever I do with adult, either podcast or otherwise, and having that income transition being a lateral move. Yeah. People don't realize how much work this actually is to not only create the content, but to line up the interviews, make sure you're on time for the interviews, Mm -hmm. edit the podcast after it's done, and then try and market it and get as many ears on it as possible. Like it is very difficult, especially if you also have a full-time job, but that is just somewhere that I would like to see the show go. I'd also like to see us be sponsored by Coca-Cola, but you know, that probably isn't going to happen either. Why not? Let's reach out to Coca-Cola. I'll show them my boobs. If if I'm going to reach out. Would you put a Coca-Cola bottle in your butt? Just the tip? uh, Just the tip. If they're sponsoring, I'll go wide end. I don't care. Oh, good for him. Look, he's on it. I'd fill that shit with Mentos and put it up. (laughs) Hey, now. Watch it come out your ears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, though, I believe vitamin water is uh, a Coke product. So, uh... I would be more I'm than happy. It, so I'm currently drinking. If I were to go mainstream with sponsors, it would probably be an adult beverage that I would do, like a bourbon, a whiskey, something like. Oh, that. I thought you meant like like Belle Delphine's bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That, that girl's bathwater. Oh, the girl that. Hey, if she wanted to yeah, sponsor, nobody knows her name. Yeah. They just know the bathwater girl. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. I'm just like way too involved. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to be nice and, and not just say alcohol. Well, when I hear adult beverages, I immediately think of bodily fluids. So Yeah, like Makes a sense. nice vial of piss. Pee on me, daddy. Like that's <laughs> immediately what I think of when I hear adult beverages. So you have to be a little more clear. You're forgetting your audience here, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go with that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get it all figured out. I mean, there may be a company who is listening to this because it is episode 500. And they're like, I think I could be a sponsor on that show. Throw this dude a bone. Seriously. Come on. Come on. So that he can then throw further bones. Yeah. yeah Very nice. We can catch weight the bone throwing. <laughs> and the crazy part about that is as much as i would take the revenue to of course grow the show get better equipment things like that you know travel to the conventions i would actually roll part of that money back into the adult community and and be able to like if there are people that i know that are on you know a clip site or a streaming site or a cam site you know hop on Give them a couple bucks and just kind of. Does that of mean you're finally thing. gonna subscribe to my OnlyFans? Yeah. I'm not. I'm no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going somewhere. Wow, that was quickly dashed. <laughs> oh. No, it's not that I won't do that. Um, of course it's I will $4. subscribe. But he <laughs> <laughs> won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a discussion with another podcast that I'm really good friends with, 
And I said that I will be interviewed by them. That is fine. But I don't, you're going to have to send me a link to whatever platform you use to be able to do the conversation if it is not either Skype or Discord. And they said, oh, we're on Discord. And I said, oh, perfect. You know, we could have this conversation. They're like, why don't you subscribe to us? I'm like, I don't subscribe to anybody. How much time do you people think I have? <laughs> so, yeah. Remember that time you joined my Discord and you couldn't figure out all of the messages because you were getting so many all at once, and then you just gave up, and now you just use Discord for calls? Yeah, pretty that much. Rich Farm remembers. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel with Discord. I'm like, ah, oh, there's too many words. I can't do this. My brain's like... Oh, exactly. I love it so much. I'm like the queen of Discord. I fucking love Discord uh, so much. Well, we <sighs> will talk about that down the road to where we could actually do kind of a scheduled live show and maybe record some of that as extra content but be able You'll to, have to figure it out first be able to engage with people a little bit more yeah it would be fun just you know madeline ray it's so much fun when i am talking and the person on the other end of the conversation on the, on the other line is getting notifications and all you hear is bling, bling, bling the entire time they're on. That was your notifications. It was not because it's not on my track. We're on separate tracks. It's yours. Oh, that is so weird. It wasn't even coming out, it wasn't even coming out of my speakers. Damn. Called the fuck out. Okay. I admit defeat. That's okay. right. <laughs> it was mine. Everybody, it was mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it weird to see our dynamic, Madeline? That that we just no, I love do it. Okay. No, wait, you I'm guys like, are like nice running. to each other. Oh, very much so. No, I mean, I no, I mean to him, and he just sucks it up with a fucking straw. <laughs> As I spank myself. <laughs> you know, just uh, some people I let be mean to me, and some people I don't. You know, it's uh, you can't be the same with everybody. Huh. No, no, but it's it's, it's you being mean back. How do I get soft dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you definitely don't get soft I've never dick. wanted it so bad in my life. <laughs> oh. Look, he might just be afraid of me because I'm like, hey, I have bugs in my kitchen and I have skulls all over the place. So Yeah, I mean, I'm also afraid of you for said reasons, so I could see it. <laughs> I'm just a nice lady. <laughs> this is your show now, Madeline. <laughs> Ray and after dark. Yeah, something. That can work. I think. Spin off. Spin off series. Oh my god. Fridays with Madeline Ray. <laughs> and it's just gonna be me going, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm off the clock. <laughs> I need to go to bed. It's eight o'clock at night. <laughs> The sun's down. I need sleep. Oh, my gosh. I'm feeling that really hard, by the way. Dear listeners, at the time of recording, especially since Dick was so late. Yeah. It was after 9 p.m. my time when we Exactly how late was I? Please tell the listeners. Uh, About a minute and a half. Thank you. Actually, actually. It was five minutes. Yeah, it was was more like six and a half. It was like six and a half minutes. Because you told us eight, and then you showed up eight oh six. Because with your bullshit. I was recording another segment with somebody <laughs> in <laughs> studio for this episode. 
in studio. Who was, were you talking to Aurora? Where does her voice come from? Her vagina? Did she talk out of her butt? Yes. I, I, uh, I put in some fluids and then I press on her stomach and then she queefs into the microphone. Uh, you could start selling clips like that. I was just, just going to say. <laughs> put her oh. to work. Okay. I kind of want to make talking vagina videos now. Do Okay, oh. here. We'll all appreciate this. I saw somebody doing like stomach noise sounds, but they put a microphone up their butt. Oh, that's genius. Get like the really intense stomach sounds. And I was like, wow, that's dedication. I just hold the camera like really close to my belly button and hope for the best. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty hardcore. I love when people go like the extra mile for their fetishes. That's beautiful. I'm like, fuck yeah, you do that. Like the Vore people who have the endoscopy ca- uh, cameras. Oh, yeah. Like, damn, bitch, you go hard. I love Meanwhile, that. I'm like, <laughs> like touching my lip. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to puke you up first because I have very sensitive uvula. That is most definitely a fetish in itself. So <laughs> it, it's it, fine. Oh, and it's pronounced it endoscopy. What? It's pronounced endoscopy. Sure. What did I say? Uh, endoscopy. Endoscopy. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Still got the syllables. It's fine. I'm Canadian. Yeah. Uh, that, that yeah, is the Canadian way to say that. There. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> That's I, what Canadians I, say. I apologize for saying that. That is right. <laughs> endoscopy? Is that how you say it? That, endoscopy. Endoscopy. Yeah. I just say it syllable by syllable like I do everything. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> <laughs> Work for me. <laughs> That's the way you got to do it. If you don't know the word, you just break it up into chunks and then you string it together. That's Done it. deal. Yeah. I still got the sounds, right? They were just in a weird order. It's fine. Inflections were <laughs> off. Whatever. I am up, a Dick. good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Buy my videos. I can <laughs> learn else. all the lines very well. <sighs> Best actor in the biz, I tell you. <laughs> I do good. I'm the best. <laughs> I know I know you're one of the best actors in the game because you pretend to enjoy being on this show. <laughs> hey. Yourself yeah, found it. Probably out. the most challenging thing in my career, honestly. So, yeah. The, the mental exhaustion that you put oh, yeah. yourself through to do this show is Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, as I soon as really I sign off, I oh, fucking hate that guy. If you could like start doing daytime stuff. You know, this at night thing, it's <laughs> it's wearing on a girl. I will do my best to work 16-hour days to have At one night. day off to be able to record with you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. You're not going to get our best selves unless we're perky and awake. Perky. We're always perky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is perky, my friends? Uh. My heart. Uh, what? I, I tried to segue out of it like I always do. You should probably go get that checked out. The, the perky or the segue? <laughs> I love both of you to absolute pieces. I cannot imagine doing this show without you. You have become such an ingrained part of the community and the show that uh, I cannot thank you enough for taking this journey with me, and I truly mean it. Oh, that felt almost like some wedding vow shit. 
Didn't it? That felt very intimate. It was intimate. I feel like I'm like deep inside you right now. Oh, I know I felt something, but I didn't know it was you. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Thank I'm inside you, you both. I, 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 I am. <laughs> I have stuffed both of you full. Whoa. Whoa. With my with love. Turkey heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It's getting a little intense. No, (laughs) I've honestly, I have loved being on this show. I'm so excited to see where it goes from here. I think it's going to go great places. And, you know, if you keep investing that time and don't give up, but it's okay because we're not going to let you. So it's fine. You're doomed to be dig dangle for the rest of your entire life. Podcast purgatory with Delia D and Madeline Ray. <laughs> Flame shoot up. That's right. Yes. <laughs> well, if I were to be in purgatory with anybody, it would be you guys. So thank you uh truly for being a part of this journey. Thank you for recording episode with me uh for episode five hundred. And I have a sneaky suspicion that the future is going to be very bright for all of us. Turn your lamp down. What's that? Lamp down. That bright. Go. Not glowing anymore. Okay. (laughs) Love you. The future will only continue to be bright if you keep illuminating your face like that, Dick. For the listeners, he has a lamp on his face, and his pasty skin is making it look like he is glowing. The future is bright indeed, my friends. That's just the love that I have for you in the show pouring out of every pore on my body. The pores are pouring. Oh, what, pouring did, what is that? Oh. oh, what what is that? Oh, it's a phobia of like the like pore dilation. Oh, I love that one too. Yeah. And people like don't like lotuses for that reason. Yeah, or pomegranates. Yeah. Or uh, honeycombs. I believe it's moistophobia. No, it's not. Shut up. Dampophobia? <sighs> Dick, <laughs> it's been a great <laughs> 500 episodes. <laughs> She's gonna, out. I'm going to give you the, the brick shoes. Pitch you into the Pittsburgh River or whatever that is near the you. Pittsburgh I don't River. <laughs> is that what it is? What is it? Well, is there a Pittsburgh River? There is there's not. River. There's you have there's the Allegheny and the Monongahela, and at the confluence, okay. it becomes the Ohio River. At the it's con- called tripophobia, by the way. If I'm oh, pronouncing it correctly, it. which I'm probably fucking not. Yeah, he'll <laughs> fucking correct you on it. Tripophobia. <laughs> I have oh no, I, I have the pronunciation pulled up. Okay. It is trip phobia. Tripophobia. There you go. Sounds like Learned. a song by the Art of Noise from 1985. <laughs> Only you would it. know that. I'm sure there are plenty of songs that use that word. <laughs> I'll send them all to you tonight. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Playlist. Well, my friends. Thanks for being on. Thanks for doing this segment. And get ready, because we're going to do more recording very soon, I'm sure. Oh, can't wait. Since day one, this man has been a part of every single episode that I have released. I've had my fingers in it. That's right. Oh, you were two knuckles deep in every single episode. Now, that may seem hard to believe, 
but it's not when you realize he is my web guy. Yeah, I touch everything. It's just it's a, your fingerprints are mm-hmm. all over this. I wipe it down, right, for the next person. That's very kind. Of That's right. Yeah, it is Webman Greg, and without him, this show would be shut down. Oh, shut it down. I have no idea how to do anything of what you do, and you refuse to show it's me. It's about time to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say 500. It's, a, it's, is that, is that it's about time. Nine and a half years or so? That's what 501 should be called. 501. Episode's title. It's about damn time. It's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> so allow me to say mm. thank you for being a part of this. Mm. Thank you for getting me into podcasting because yeah. without you, I never meet the stepfather. Yeah. And I appreciate and I know that every single listener appreciates everything that you do for the show, you know, from, you know, having the show on the website to the designs that you do for either my shirts or my merch. Or that I need to do? Is that what you're trying no, to tell me? Uh-huh. I got a folder uh-huh. that I need you to look that's at. That's right. That's right. <laughs> See, I, I, would believe, I would believe almost all of that, but you were staring off into the distance as you said all of that stuff. Yeah. You weren't staring me in the face. So I don't know how believable that is. It's me searching for words. That's right. Uh, how you have a, uh, you have a thing on the point. wall. Yeah, teleprompter. Teleprompter. Like the president. That's like right. On each side. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I'm way too young to be the president. <laughs> So, uh, truly, yes. thank you for everything that you have done for this show. And uh, thank you, by the way. Um, Webman Greg is the first person to officially meet not only the studio mascot, but my girlfriend, Aurora. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of her? <sighs> well. You want one. Th- the conversation came to a head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She was very nice. Yes. Doesn't mm-hmm. say a whole lot. No. No. Great no. banging body though. Yeah. Um you've got issues. But what I want do you one. Mean? But I want one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't have issues. When when you've reached a certain status. I'm gonna have to start charging more. Right. <laughs> when you reach a certain place. She's not gonna fit in my mailbox. But you'll fit in her slot. So <laughs> Amazon already has one hovering over my house. (laughs) The drone is struggling. (laughs) Be scary. That was dropping out of the out of the sky. Oh yeah, that's going to kill a squirrel. That That, is for sure. uh, When you reach a certain place in podcasting, you gain friends that send you that stuff. Oh, Uh, I did podcasting for quite a few episodes. And uh, all I got was anus-shaped chocolate candy, yes. and that was a joke. Edible anus yes. chocolates, yes. That, that's all I got, and Still this T-shirt. Company, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. that yeah. out loud, that, That's pretty bad that our podcast <laughs> did not uh, survive long past the Edible Anus Company. <laughs> COVID did not touch no, that at all. People no. were still craving it, sitting at home going, you know what I could go for tonight? Edible anuses. <laughs> not you one, honey. White chocolate? No, get me the brownest, darkest chocolate there is. <laughs> I want cocoa beans in it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Espresso beans. Coffee grounds. Coffee grounds. So I do have a question for you. Yeah, I'll take that if you don't want it. Is that that's what you're going to ask? I'm, that wasn't what you were going to ask. I wasn't. thinking. Okay, go ahead. I mean, can I, like, throw it in her holes a couple of times before I give it to you? Can you get that on a T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you should be asking yourself that. That's right. 
you have truly been a part of the show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more work. Since August of 2014. Yeah, I don't even remember. Was that a Wednesday? Yes. Okay. Back in the day. Why? Why what? <laughs> Why have you been a part of this? Because uh, you're my so friend. Long. Oh, my uh, goodness gracious. It's not about the money. <laughs> Quite obvious, yes, <laughs> for either of us. Um, no, I mean, it's. I'm proud of you. You've gone the, – the, the fact that you – have I mean we did a podcast with the other guys right and uh, and then we kind of our lives kind of got busy with everything else and we went different ways and you kept up with this podcast that you started shortly after I don't know how many how many episodes of K Man did you do before you started this because you were doing two for right. a while there too but I don't think yeah. that the music one came I think no I only did like. Th- 30 or 40. So how long into the caveman run? Uh, my educated guess, a year and a half to two years. It yeah, because you were really on the fence about doing it. Yeah. And like I was like, yeah, you that's the topic is ripe for a you know an educated person and not just – I mean, you're a pervert, but you know right. what I mean? Like it – yeah, you know what I mean. It's I think your conversations are professional and I mm-hmm. think you aren't – creepy in any way i mean i know you i know you're creepy but yeah. you know what i mean like it's a, it's a harmless creep uh, i would say if it would have to be one word is you're respectful of everybody that you have on the show mm. uh even me and i don't deserve it so right. uh yeah <laughs> i got paddles here i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll work you over that, a that's bit. respect yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> you earn it sure um no i'm i think it's great that you've made it to 500 i hope you keep going thank you and do at least 501 Right. I mean, after 501, you can shit can the whole idea. Right. <laughs> Just burn it all to the ground. Uh, well, I would I would do like a complete like 50 episodes as a as like your alter ego, though. Like uh, just have a is dick rigid dick rigid. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And we'll just like flop the colors of the logo Ooh. on my white background. And it will be like, okay. you know, a black and red logo instead of a white and red. That's, logo. that's right. Okay. That's right. And nobody would even notice the change but me and you. Right. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is now a third Dick Dangle persona. Oh, God. There was only two the last time it's I... only two, but now yeah. there's a third. And Dork he's, Mongler? He's extremely <laughs> passive aggressive. Oh. And it's Dick El Dente. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. I don't know when that one came out. You're going to... Uh, a couple months ago. Oh. We're going to need one that's like really, uh, really sarcastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be Dick Bridget. That'd be... <laughs> no, he's just... You have bios written. Do you have bios written for each of these personas? I might need to. We did good photography there. You ever? Did you ever use anything from the shoot? I am so glad you brought this up. That I have more work to do. Thank you. Okay, sure. Yes. So, uh, for those who are newer to the show, I was uh, early in the year interviewed by Hustler Magazine for their website, and they wanted some pictures of me and i said that is not a problem well we took some kind of standard pictures and then we turned some like heavy black and white like overexposed it and those turned out really well i still use those quite a bit and then i got an idea that if they are going to use pictures in hustler for pictorial i should do a quote-unquote shoot where it's like i I was for you brother (laughs) uh 
like when I was a teenager and you have the magazines under the mattress and lovingly webman Greg helped me with this we took pictures <laughs> daintily daintily help me take pictures where I'm taking the pictures out from in between the mattress and the box spring and they're on the bed and I'm getting lube ready and then I'm like spent at yes, the end and right. I have a magazine over we, it was lap. a story it was it was there was a story arc and they didn't use any of it they couldn't. Why? Because of the age of the issues that we use what? in the photos. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it stupid. was really weird. So Can't we Photoshop those out and put different covers in? We could probably, yeah, we just yeah. block them out and do yeah. something else. That's a lame excuse. <laughs> it's, it's how it works sometimes. Yeah. So what I've done, if you go to at the Dick Dangle on Twitter... As part of the 500 release, I was so happy with these photos that I'm going to release them as this is being released. So for uh, for those who want to be entertained by Dick Dangle in red brief underwear. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> this man works for you. Yes, I do. <laughs> all I do. That's right. He cares about you. Yes. The listeners. So, I care about you. Okay. And what you think. About what? What do you think I should do, even if it's truly just to benefit you, moving forward with this show? Do you want me to interview a certain demographic of people in, in oh, adult? More doms. You want more doms? Yeah, more doms. Okay. I can do that. Not ding-doms. Doms. Oh, doms. Yeah, not doms. like not ding-dongs. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Microphone placement would be a lot lower if it was dongs. Yes. <laughs> Today on the episode, we are talking to dongs. <laughs> Just hear it slapping. Right. And you're going to have to have me in for one of those episodes. Oh, okay. It's 500. By the time we get to 1,000, I'll be dead. <laughs> I won't be able to handle it. My, my stamina won't be able to handle it. Yeah, You definitely need to show me what you do then. For uh, getting this on the website, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, oh, be dead. <laughs> I'll be dead. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. If you get a call from, oh, no, you would never get a call. That would be no, I, unless you're buying all my, uh, my all my collection of toys and stuff. No, that you won't get a call. That'll be the first call that's made. <laughs> Somebody get all this shit out of my house. That's right. <laughs> I don't want it here. <laughs> so you want more doms? All right, I could yeah. That. If I were able to get free toys of any kind, is there anything you would like to get? Because I think the listeners of Pervert Nation need to pay it forward. They need to show their love, respect, and appreciation to you for helping with this. With toys for what? Sex toys. Yeah, I know. But for what? For you. For me. Yes. You, you, you won you won an Aurora. I want one of those. I just don't know how I'm going to pull it. I, I don't know how, you, how I'd hide that in the house. <laughs> oh, my. Oh yeah, I might get in trouble for that I one. I think your wife might be upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking she might. I mean, it might work itself out <laughs> with a divorce. <laughs> but... I mean, it'll all, it'll come out in the end. It'll work itself out. <laughs> might go into Nets the end. might go into the end. It's a very special doll. That's right. Very special. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, Aurora? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's quiet. Doesn't want to say anything. So meek. 
Um, as far as toys, uh, I don't. Oh, oh, oh my god! Here we go. So funny. So my wife was at Ross Dress for Less, which is mm, okay. like um, I don't know. It's like. Like a a TJ, Maxx. TJ Maxx, Marshalls yeah. in this area, and she took a picture of a dog toy. Okay, that is a it's a pull toy, like a tugging toy yeah. for dogs, and it looks like it's like two feet long, uh-huh. and it just looks like a dildo on both ends. <laughs> and I go, "Why are you getting it?" <laughs> <laughs> you need to show me that picture. I will. I will. Yeah. I will. It's a uh, it. I'm like I can't believe they. I would be embarrassed if I had a dog and I bought that for them at yeah. Ross. Like, because you know, you know where this is gonna go. <laughs> yep. And the people she at didn't Ross buy it. Care. How I, do you not? How much was it? Uh, I don't know. I did, I wasn't privy. To, I wasn't there. I mean, I did. I said, "Are you gonna buy it?" Yeah. I mean, we'll find some to hold to put it in. I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's like what's that painting of the two fingers? <laughs> Michelangelo. Oh yes. yeah, this is a big almost touch. Yeah, yeah almost touch. Um, so yeah, I mean, now I know what you're doing tomorrow. You're going to go to Ross Dress for Less. Oh yeah, yeah, and buy the dog dong, do- <laughs> the donger. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> but as far as uh, toys, I don't know if I need any like toys. Mm. They just get me in trouble anyway. Do they? Yes. Yes. Why, why do they get you? Let's work through this together. It's a therapy session? Yes. Well, it uh, because I am not my wife, and my wife is not me, and we don't agree mm. on a lot of things. Okay. So there you have it. I have a box sitting in the Dangle Dome. The, is it? Oh, does this have a name now? Oh, it's the Dangle Dome. Every time I come in, there's something new. That's right. The Dangle Dome, Headless Horseman over here. <laughs> no, it's Aurora. Aurora Horseman. My girlfriend. Okay. okay. And what, so what's, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> it's giveaways for Exotica, New Jersey. Uh-huh. You might be able to find something in there yeah. that uh, you're going to be going to Ross to add to that. Correct. I don't think it'll fit in that box. No, it's going to be uh, huge. What you're describing, yeah. But I think you could probably find something in there she may enjoy. She would have to be awake. Well, yeah, yes. She's been sleepy and tired lately. I don't uh, know. She's hibernating. She, yeah, it must be that. I don't know. Hmm. No, uh, I th- I think you should continue. Okay. Um, do you still do a lot of toy reviews? I mean, when edit when doing the episodes, I don't. I mean, I. It's rare. Yeah, you should do those. I would love to do toy reviews because you were doing some. I'd imagine sponsorship wise, that would be good too. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll do a toy review, but it's a lot of stuff that I'm going out of my way to purchase instead of an agreement being made between me and a company. Well, and how did you get Aurora? Was that from a friend? That, that is a gift from a friend. And how did they get one? From a company. <laughs> did, they, did they do a review or a, sh- uh, a sh- shoot with it or something? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sydney Page, a yeah. uh, friend of the show, uh, she got sent one by the company, and uh, she's like, I don't have the parts to truly enjoy her. She reviewed all the holes. Kind of. And all the bumps. Right. In the hubbly bubbly yeah. boobs. I kind of want to get like a pumpkin like and put a pumpkin on its head. Oh, okay. Yeah. A jack a jack a fucking fucker lantern. <laughs> Wait, which which Disney prison prisoners was Aurora? Hmm. Which one was that? I don't know. Um, your fans will have to look it up. Yeah, That's I'm a Disney sure. princess. 
Now just imagine cutting her head off, her arms off, and then fucking her. That's <laughs> okay. That got weird. That got weird. And strikes from Disney. <laughs> Aurora is Sleeping Beauty. No. Also known as Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Or Briar Rose, which I oh, did not know. I didn't know that. Wow. I have sli- huh? I have Sleeping Beauty in my studio. Right. And she's your girlfriend. Dressed as a schoolgirl. What school is that? <laughs> I didn't want to go to that it's school. Probably Southern California. That was an IUP. Nobody <laughs> was dressed it like was that. It was not. Mm. Jeez. I just learned something today. Yeah, wow. you did. Very nice. And that's it. (laughs) My brain is shut off for the rest of the evening. Yes. Well, with your help (laughs) and your continued support in doing this, I'm sure we will go far beyond. Mm -hmm. I need to make you something fun for your uh, for this particular episode. I know this is probably going to be in the episode, right? So hopefully, I'm talking in the future about the past. Um, cause that should have, that should have been changed every 50 anyway. Like, cause you really do seasons. I kind of wish you like would have, year, I do but I kind of wish you would have segmented off your show into seasons. Why is that? I don't know. Cause so then you can archive them instead of, it's just blocks of whatever blocks of 100. Or if you did seasons, I just do it by year. So it's, oh, you do. So it's, you are segmenting 70, by years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well then never mind what I think. That's right. You just do it. Well, then I should have been making different graphics for each uh, year. I don't want to. You took say a break for a while, anything. right? You, you didn't want to say how. Slack. Well, you know, you took a break for uh, a couple months. Twenty twenty one. I took a couple. Not uh, a whole year. No, no, it was like three months. Yeah, like they were three, four months. Yeah, now, did you get a lot of slack from that? Like your fans were like, you lost some followers, or you? No, I, I think because I was very open to why I took that time off. Mm-hmm. Everyone was very supportive. Mm-hmm. Of you found that more people joined and listened to your old episodes, or joined and listened to Silence for a week or two because mm-hmm. that's they like that better than your podcast. They just like, hey, he's not he's not doing anything. I'm just going to sit here and listen to nothing. Oh, so nice, so nice. <laughs> and he's back. Yeah, oh, damn it, he ruined my silence. <laughs> no, just everything. Everything works out the way it does. You know, it, that's how the universe is. So. Moving forward, I'm hoping that the things that I can bring to the show beyond dominatrixes yeah. is the ability for me to talk about what I'm doing in front of the camera. Yeah. So, well, that's a new thing anyway. I mean, yeah, as sure. you go forward and have more experiences with that. Then, yeah. I mean, I personally not looking forward to that. <laughs> that's, well, I, 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 no, I totally mean, get it. But that's you and... Is there a single friend that you have that I've ever taken a picture of that you would like that? Watch, no, that you would watch have sex. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. Okay, it's just I wouldn't seek it out. Oh no! Like, I mean, it would just be like if that. Uh, I mean, you know, like just like when I was taking doing your photo shoot. Like, I'm not opposed to things. It's not. Yeah. I'm not offended by it. I'm not that you needed help and you know you just needed extra hands and you knew what you wanted. Um, I'm not opposed to opportunities. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't seek that out. And I. But I'm not like. Uh, it's not like oh, get that away from me. Oh, I don't. I don't want to see that. And yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm. Well, then we'll watch my scene after we record. That's right. There All we right. go. I mean, I can't guarantee that I'll be into it. I, no. I'm not a really. Well, the thing is, I'm not a very visual person. I. Uh, 
Okay. I, I'm into sounds. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm. Well, it, I'll turn off the video. You just listen to the squish. Yeah, the squish, the little. That's right. Yeah, like that. I mean, but no, I mean it's, it's odd. I mean, yeah. I think that I'm odd with that. Like a lot of things that I'm interested in, but a lot of people are. Oh, it's, oh, it's what they see. It's mm-hmm. fo- focused on that. Uh, and I would say, you know, yeah, I mean, that has some, that, some to do with it, but I don't really, I've never been the kind of guy that like when women co pass, I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. I want to, I want to fuck that or whatever. Yeah. I'm not like, I know, but, uh, like porn sounds, I love, I love women making noises. I just fucking love, I don't even care if my wife fakes it. I don't care. Just make damn just noises. Make it that good. Make noises. You don't even yeah. have to do anything. Just do, <laughs> just be in another room. Just put a tape on or record or right. whatever. It's, you know, play the sounds. I'm fine. You know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah. A touch is important too, but yeah. Yeah, that's a okay. given, you know. So touch and sounds, but not necessarily sight. So you can be. In a completely darkened room, and as long as there are uh, sounds of sex being enjoyed, yes, and yeah, the act yes. of you're good, yeah, nice. I mean, cool. here's the thing: if you're staring at something, like I'm, since I'm a designer, yeah, like I, I'm like critiquing it, and I'm like, oh, oh you, is that you uh, are ADD, yes, OCD, like for sure. You're supposed to be enjoying the whatever video or whatever, you know. And I'd be like going, oh, that's a weird angle, and mm. oh, what's that? Can I? No, no. <laughs> I'm focusing on the wrong things apparently. Whenever right. I'm looking at things, yes. Uh, so yeah, that's my problem, mm. not everybody else's problem. But I'd I'd be curious to know if your fans agree. Uh, any of them are. What's the word I want to use? Audio? Auditory. Auditory? Like stimulation? Like Mm -hmm. that? Like the sounds of things. Yeah. Very ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. Not bubble wrap or anything. Like I don't want anybody like, you really liked it? (laughs) You know, I'm sure there's somebody out there for that. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, there's kinks for everything. Absolutely. But it's just the sound. Like I've just noticed over, you know, me as I get older, I'm like, I enjoy the sounds. Like just... If I had a a video on, I would be more into the sounds the the women are making or whatever you know, right. the men are making, whatever, yeah. than watching it because I'm focusing on it instead of doing what I need to do. Mm, okay. So, so is there a position that you visually enjoy if you were to watch an adult film? Um, I'm not big on a guy behind a woman. I can agree with that. I like women being on top of men, okay. mostly because I'm not into looking at penises. Okay, but no, I'll put mine away. When, sorry. <laughs> but when a woman's on top, she's pretty much just doing everything up there, right? Okay, uh, and you get to see everything. Yeah, uh, I'm more of a boob person than a butt person. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I if I'm going to watch sex. I would rather the woman be on top, either in cowgirl or reverse cowgirl, because you can appreciate their body a lot more yeah. in that position. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, was, I mean, there, there I, somebody was talking to me about that, or I read something about the concept of when they watch porn, they want to be the camera to be like they're the person. Their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the thing. Yeah. Point of view. So like if it was, you know, more for a guy, they'd show more like you're the guy staring up at the girl or you're not like I don't need to see 
Uh, I'm not fond of girls blowing guys in porn. (laughs) That does nothing for me. For me, it's all technique. You're rating it. Oh, 100%. Check mark. Yeah. (laughs) Check mark. There's, uh, I score them on a 10 tier scale. My balls aren't shaved like that. (laughs) They don't look anything like that. Well, that's my problem with some POV. And once, like you said, you know, as we get older, our tastes become yeah. a little bit more refined. Watching blowjobs in POV, I don't like because I don't have the body of the guy. So who does? Right. So maybe the stepfather. We don't know. <laughs> and just because of the way they're built and they're all just hung, just yeah. it's stupid. Like I can't look at that and go oh man that looks great i'm like i don't have a dick like that skip yeah and i go to the sex yeah it but if and that's the, why i just turn it off to turn off turn off the uh the video and just listen to the sound oh okay but when you can't see any penises if you're not looking that's right <laughs> but if i see a woman that does have just what i would really enjoy mm-hmm. my oral sex being like then i'm like all right i i will watch this as long as it's believable. Some of those if, are not very believable. Well, from her end? Like I, like, it, like, I don't like the ones where it looks like the girls are getting, winning the Stanley Cup. You know, like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's great. It's it. No. Like the, well, the oversell in <laughs> yes. giving head or yes. the oversell in sex? In, in giving head. Okay. This, I, I think the sex stuff, I mean, it depends on the the um, person, the people involved, but yeah. the, with just the head stuff in general, it's just like some stuff is just so mechanical. It's like, all right, we've been here for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's dick is going to fall right off. Right. It was me. It would just fall right off. Right. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. <laughs> we've replaced it with, with that thing from Ra's Dress for Less. It's just, <laughs> right. Why does it change color? <laughs> and they just, yeah, but it's just like, and then then you have the the overachieving person that is giving head. That's just like so excited, like it's the first and last dick she's ever seen, and yeah. you're just like, oh, that's not very believable. Yeah. At least it's never been that way for me. I mean, I've never had anybody show that much excitement. The hell's wrong. That I, I need to do better graphic design, apparently. <laughs> my my groupies don't give me a head. So, <laughs> so now what you're saying, we're 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 amending this list. You want DOMs uh-huh. and women that are very good at oral sex that are also good at keeping a secret. Keeping a secret? Away from your wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, everything's gotta be kept away from that. I mean, that was a given. Oh, Secrets. Okay. Keep right, a secret. Keep a well, secret. but the head part. The head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I never said anything about my wife and head. I, okay. I'm, I'm not going to put that into the arena. Well, no, but I'm saying just she doesn't. There's know years that. of podcasts that got me in trouble for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't need any more of that. Uh, so uh, my wife is great. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best. So as you can tell by parts of this conversation, uh, when it came to doing the Caveman Mafia with the stepfather and. Reverend Al. Um, Reverend Al. Every once in a while, we would have um, a therapy time. Yeah. With I Web need therapy time most of the time. Yeah. And, like Wednesdays. Uh, some of the stories that you said about a possible significant other yeah. were um, less than flattering. Yes. But I won't say that. I mean, no. we're talking about head here. No, that's, that's, that's right. Right. And, the people... and she could be the best person that had in the world. 
You don't know. I'm not going to say. It's a secret. No, I know. That's a secret. <laughs> she would have to do it for you to know. School yeah. posts up. That's right. And it's, score. It's good. <sighs> Nothing goes over your head. Nope. Nope. Uh, that's impressive. Thank you. You're like a mind reader. Yeah, it, I mean, the real kicker with any any sexual act is you have to do it. <laughs> oh, to help. really have any experience yeah. or any time yeah. of thing to talk about. Yeah, that does help. You know. <laughs> this, is, this is a sad way to end this segment. And I feel like Harrison Ford making the Kessel run solo. You could edit every word I say. It's you talking to yourself. I don't care. Uh, This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. And thank you. And thank you. Well, my friend. Yeah. Truly, thank you for everything. Mm -hmm. I greatly appreciate everything you do for the show and everything you do for me and pervert nation as a whole and get ready. I'm sure as the people that know doms and maybe they're going to be flooding your inbox. 100%. They're going to be telling you to have them on. Right. And And if you don't, I will. Well, yeah, you're (laughs) in trouble. That's right. But they will come in studio. Uh huh. And I will make sure that you are here. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had my invitation. You've had a couple of doms on too. Not in studio. The only one was you had one? Irene Boss. I thought you had one in studio. Wasn't Irene here? Uh, no, that was at the Stuffholder studio. Son of a bitch. He didn't invite me to that. We're going to fix that. We're going to fix Son all of that. Of I'd like to meet her. Yeah. And we are going to... I'm not allowed to go to one. Have you... You know that, right? Yes. I'm not allowed. I've been told by the... <laughs> By the president of the household. Right. I'm not allowed to go to one. Right. Even though I've requested it, right. I have not been allowed. But if that Dom happens to be here. I mean, if we're recording a use... podcast, right. that's different. And, that's and entertainment. Thank say, you very much. Let's say that Dom wants to use you as a chair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can pretend to be a chair. Right. You're not going to have a choice. Yeah. I mean, you're a chair. Right. I'll give it my all. Yes. <laughs> Acting <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thespian This week on Classical Society of Theater <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Where man Greg Is a chair, is a chair. <laughs> Watch as he sits and someone sits on him. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Oscar worthy. That's right. What it's gonna be. But thank you mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. Uh we have known each other now for like fifteen years. Way too years. long, yeah. yeah. And uh You're ready to be done with that. I, 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 I was gonna say I appreciate your friendship, yeah. but I guess not. I guess yeah, uh, it's over. the end of the road. Uh but uh truly Love Aurora and I got to get out of here. We're out of here. That's right. You're that's taking my Aurora. Th- How dare you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stealing my girl. Yeah, I'll just throw this mic down. You won't be able to catch me. <laughs> that's right. <a> smoke bomb <laughs> like a ninja. <laughs> then I'll wreck on the outside when I get out of the car. I'll wreck trying to turn around. <laughs> Train will run over me. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> but I love you to death. Uh-huh. And uh, thank you for being a big part of me expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And and kind of living a bit of a dream by doing this. Oh wow, yeah. that's heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's very heavy. That's very, <laughs> very good. 
<laughs> Next time I'll bring Arnold. Okay. My, you, you yeah, better. My, yeah. I don't know. You, you would have to find something for me to read, though. Oh, I have so much stuff for you to read. You, oh, get the article about you, and I'll have Arnold read your article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be, be very flattering. Yes. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Are you going to be me? Or are you going to be no the, any? Well, the article I, I would have person. the article person because he's going to it would be parts written and then some quotes, right? Right, right. Like that. So like it would just be question and it, answer. Yeah. So you're going to be them, oh, there would be me. questions and answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're going to have to do two voices. You have to be Harry. I wish Perry I could. Oh, I yeah. I've done, I haven't done him in forever. I wish I could do Christopher Walken because Christopher Walken would be great alongside or Morgan Freeman. Okay, Morgan. I can't. I, oh. yeah. You know what? Lifelong goals. If I could do an impersonation of Morgan Freeman, I wouldn't need anything else. Wow. I wouldn't need anything else. I'd just narrate myself going to Sheets mm. to get iced tea. Like, I would entertain myself. Yeah. I wouldn't need anything. Head, maybe. <laughs> but just think of the the if you had that ability and you were really good at it. Mm. I'd talk to myself all the time. More than I do so now. Yeah. And I'd be answering myself. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers, my yeah. friend, and here's to another 500? Or at least one, 501. we got to right. make it to 501. Well, we're definitely getting to 501. Oh, that's okay. Not, that's not even a question. Oh, there's llamas that will be sacked. Monty Python? Do you ever see the, the Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the credits? Oh, my goodness. Like, I completely forgot about that. Everybody's been sacked. The yeah. llamas have been sacked. The llamas that are sacking the llamas, yeah. <laughs> You gotta get my references, man. Holy smokes! You gotta st- read up on things and watch movies. I, I actually watched a movie. We'll talk yeah. about it afterwards. <laughs> Is it about BMX biking? By any <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, it's rad. It's a recent movie. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, that was aggressive. Oh, okay. Well, how about this? Okay. You're welcome. That's. Oh, so now you can better. cut the whole episode out <laughs> when you start that thank you thing, and I go, "You're welcome," and you'd be like. Next time on, I even got Rich Dangler. That's right. I even got the stepfather to say that he loved me back. What? Yeah. Did you give him offer him booze? Oh, I mean, I love you, but not like that. You know what What I mean? Like what? I don't know. Friendship love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You know, not like you'd say I love you to a radio show host that's faking it and saying I love you to everybody. No, I mean it's more than that. Shots fired to, I know the show. Yeah. Yeah. And they're horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not like that. It's, yes. you know, yeah, I care about you. Yeah, same. I mean, would anybody else take your pictures? There must be. There's, there's probably a few, but. None, love. <laughs> none that live as close as you do. Oh. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm the close guy. You're the, you're the close love. Oh. Well, I don't have to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take I it. I mean, I'll give you a hand job. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> You're the only one. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's right. That's why I'm here for you. That's right. She, Aurora that. was going to give me a hand job, but she forgot her hands. That's right. And that's love. <laughs> and that's love. What? Me giving you a hand job yeah. out of love. Mm. As a friend. As a friend. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. 501. <laughs> that's the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Fine ladies and gentlemen of Pervert Nation, without this man's help, 
this show doesn't exist. Because through my friendship with Webman Greg, I meet this man. We develop this idea, and the show takes off from there in 2014. Now, 500 episodes later, there is no doubt in anyone's mind that I had to bring this fine gentleman to the show. And who is this gentleman? Well, he is the man, the myth, the legend, the admiral of the A-game, and the master of his domain. The women like him on AstroTurf because he blows out more than just Achilles tendons. He is the five-step father. How are you doing, sir? Bring it up. B-game, Dangle. <laughs> B-game. I don't know. You got you to gotta update and remove A-game from me, Dangle. 500 episodes. I am no longer the Admiral of the A-game. I've been surpassed by the dominant debonair Dick Dangle. <laughs> you will always be the Admiral of the A-game. Always. Thanks for having me, Dangle. Congratulations on 500. Thank you. I just can't wait for them syndication checks to start rolling in for you. <laughs> well, my union is currently on strike trying oh. to negotiate better terms. <laughs> 500 episodes, you definitely got to be uh, you got to be rolling in the cash over there. Oh, you have no idea. It's Scrooge just... McDuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just stacked up in the studio. It means nothing to me anymore. <laughs> so fine sir before we go on here how are things going it's been a while since you've been on the show it has it has uh, they're going they're going well it's life there's ups and downs there's goods and bads but i'm never going to complain because i'm still here love it when i'm not i'll complain <laughs> and so will everybody else because they don't get to experience your greatness Oh, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And give yourself credit, Dangle. You know, it's 500 episodes. You've done something right. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Okay. Here's the 500 more. Ah, uh, amen, sir. Amen. When we started this, did you ever think that this monster would be going on for over nine years? Absolutely, I do. Really? I, I do because I believe... Uh, you had faith in it mm. and you're committed to it and nobody interviews adult stars like you do oh. and you get to take it to a more realistic level and it's not the uh, so what's it like to have two dicks up your butt right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean you, you take them you take everybody seriously and you treat them like adults and it's not a gimmick to you uh, as much as Dick Dangle may be uh, the name itself. Yes. You know, but I think you embrace the culture. And I think of what is out there, this show is a positive force for the adult industry in a time where it it's under attack from both sides. Yeah. Thank you very much for saying that. I, I agree. There definitely needs to be stronger, positive voices within the community. And I, I hope that I am that, but uh, I appreciate all those words. It, uh, it has been a fantastic journey doing this with you and having the laughs and doing the interviews because, I mean, what feels like forever ago, we had Irene Boss 
in your studio doing yeah. an interview. And uh, for those who may not know her, she is a dominatrix and had an absolutely amazing time. And it's really moments like that that made me realize what the show could be because it was such a a building block to have someone within the community trust me and trust us to come in and just kind of allow the the curtain to be brought down and see what it's all about and it was such an amazing conversation it was it was it was a good times yeah so let's get into important things i hope you got the incredible reference for your intro of the astroturf are you <laughs> what what is your feeling about all of that? I mean, it, it had to happen, right? It had to happen. So I mean, if if you're not a football fan, right. um Aaron Rodgers, the former quarterback for the greatest football team in the world, the Green Bay Packers, my team <laughs> moved on to the New York Jets. The spotlight was on him. He was everywhere telling how great he was going to be. The NFL's yearly preseason uh, documentarians at Hard Knocks filmed the New York Jets because it was going to be the it was, this was going to be the year. Yep. This was the Super Bowl run from the Jets. Not since 1968 have they had a team so great and with such a magnanimous and delectable character as Aaron Rodgers to lead the team into battle. And he blows his Achilles on the fifth play of the game right. <laughs> out for the season. I mean, it had to happen. It had to happen that way. And in, the same situation happened to us 16 years ago. Brett Favre left because the regime was ready for a change and they wanted Aaron Rodgers to step into the role. And Brett Favre went to the Jets and he made it to about week eight before he tore his bicep. So that was my prediction was that about week eight Aaron Rodgers was going to get hurt <laughs> the Jets were going to falter it just happened sooner yeah uh, you know and I couldn't say it couldn't happen to a better person because he's a bit of a drama queen but I I was ready to move on yeah. um, regardless of what happens with what we have in Green Bay now okay. um, I was ready to move on it was it, it's, it was time for another era he didn't want to be there they didn't want him to be there uh, let's see what the you know coaching staff and the front office has for uh, for Green Bay. Uh, looks like it's going to be a struggle this year, but hopefully we'll get better and better, and in the coming years we'll be back on top. Yeah, uh, what you have is better than what we have. Is all I got to say. <laughs> right now we're in the same boat, so we'll see what this Sunday brings you. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I wish your team best of luck, and. I decided to bring an article to you for this show because you are the TV and movie-watching guru. I try to be. I try to be. Are there any movies that have come out this year that you say people need to go see? Either, we'll say movies or TV shows. So, I'll, I'll tell you a movie that I saw... I saw it on video on demand, and I believe that's where it's at now, and you can see it. That was a lot of fun. I wouldn't put it in the good movie. Like, it's not going to win any Oscars. Um, very few movies that are actually good are Oscar-worthy anymore. Yeah. Um, but the Dungeons & Dragons movie, I believe it actually came out maybe at the beginning of this year yeah. with Chris Pine. 
it's just a lot of fun. Nice. Like it's funny. It's a good adventure. If you're into role playing games and like there's it's it is a Dungeons and Dragons branded movie. So they do a, a interesting take on like the wink wink nudge nudge of playing Dungeons and Dragons as part of it. I think that it was it's probably the most fun that I've seen this year. Uh, I can't honestly say the only movie that I believe I saw in theaters this year was um, Sound of Freedom, which mm-hmm. is the movie uh, starring Jim Caviezel about uh, Tim Ballard and rescuing kids from uh, child sex trafficking. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's the only movie that I've actually seen in theaters this year. But my recommendation, if you're into role-playing games or video games or RPGs, uh, I would say see the Dungeons & Dragons movie if you haven't already. Okay. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I had a, I actually had a feeling when it came to that movie that you weren't going to like it because it might be kind of too tongue-in-cheek and too over-the-top. So uh, in the past, whenever they've done movies like that, it's been either super hokey or it's tried to take itself way too seriously. This one I thought rode the line well. Um, it's more on the comedy. Um, it, it's almost – I would say it's almost like um, an Expendables type of movie where okay. there's a bunch of stars in it. Um, you know, There's a lot of jokes being cracked per minute in it. Um, but it has the ad- adventure aspect of a role playing game. Oh, cool! All right, I, that may be something I check out yourself. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. You're not gonna. It's. It's two hours of just like mindless fun. You're. It, there's not. There's no deep, um, you know, message at the end. There's not any type of artistic. Oh, they did this because they were trying to represent that type of bullshit. Like, it's just a movie to watch and have fun. Much better than the latest Fast and Furious movie. The latest one was pretty bad. <laughs> Not like any of them have been um, incredibly good. You kind of know what you're getting going in, but the last one was bad. So after like Fast Five, I think it was Fast Five, the writers and directors decided that honesty as far as like physics and reality were no longer going to be considered okay. when making the movies. So they actually got really good, but they got good for the fact that you're going to watch this ridiculous, like uh, two souped up Toyotas could actually drive a bank vault down the street of uh, <laughs> South American city yeah. and, and pilot it in such a way that, uh, you know, they had complete control of, said bank vault the entire time. I literally um, just watched that scene. Yeah, or, you know, they the cars can fly into outer space or they can leap from one skyscraper to another and right. you're supposed to believe that it really could happen. No, no, no. They embraced the absurd and they were really, really good. But they've gotten so lazy and so out of ideas that what they're doing now is every new movie, has the villain is somehow related to a villain from an older movie. Uh-huh. And in this one, Jason Momoa is the son of a villain that they fought in one of the previous movies. And they go so far as to reshooting scenes from the old movies at a different angle. So for you to believe that the character 
is actually was actually in the uh, scene from okay. the previous movie. So that's how they're able to introduce the character. He was there all along. He was just off camera, so you didn't see him. Yeah. But he knows that Dominic Toretto's got to go down. <laughs> so, you know, no matter how many guns or fucking CIA or governments that you have going against Dominic Toretto, as long as he has his American muscle car, you're going to lose the battle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, Jason Momoa is the son of somebody, but nobody else is really aged. No, yeah, no, no. Right. Well, I mean, that 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 lends it to the fact that it's all believable and in real time, even though we're uh, 20 years down the road from the first movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what, I guess you don't age if you live your life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking too much big picture here, yeah. Dangle. Yep. Oh, we got to start <laughs> racing. Oh, I've aged like an al- alcoholic at Oktoberfest. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just don't remember the quarter mile, but it's happened. Exactly. <laughs> Show me how you drive. I'll tell you who you are, Dangle. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wiser words have never been spoken. <laughs> You would go, I think Dangle's a bitch. He's way too courteous. Right. I mean, honestly, I think you just uh, scrub the text on the tablet, the Statue of Liberty, and change it to show me how you drive. I'll tell you who you are. Mm. <laughs> That's America in a nutshell. That you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Well, because you are such a fan of TV and movies. I have a show you may want to check out. All right. And this is from InsideHook.com. The U.S. is getting an all-naked dating show. All right. I'm listening. Okay. Dating shows are a far cry from the type of programming generally associated with peak TV, and yet it would be wrong to disregard the appeal of this genre. Still, it's worth pointing out that dating shows can be a little surreal, as Netflix's 2021 Sexy Beast exemplified. Are you familiar with that show? I have heard of that show. I have not watched it. So basically what that show was is you have two people sitting like in a bar or a restaurant, and they both have these crazy masks on. Like, not quite masked singer masks, but... But similar and they talk about what they're looking for in a potential partner and this that and the other and then they take the masks off and they get to see what the other person looks like okay which is an interesting premise but it's kind of a clunky way to get there right ask me if sexy beast represents one approach to dating shows one that points to the importance of personality and chemistry as opposed to physical appearance, a UK show called Naked Attraction might be its polar opposite. When the series debuted in 2016, Channel 4 described its premise as a single man and a single woman choose a date, each from a selection of six people, But instead of seeing them clothed for the first time, they will stand naked before them in a studio. Huh. I mean, are they they masked? Do you not see their face? Or 
or is it just all to bear? It's all to bear. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's the best way to initially get to know somebody. Uh, true. True. But hey, I mean, I'm not going to say no. That's right. <laughs> and now viewers on this side of the Atlantic can watch it as well. Naked Attraction joined the Max lineup on September 20th. The Hollywood Reporter's James Hibbard had more information on the show's U.S. debut in a recent report with Hibbard writing that the show can come across rather jaw-droppingly brutal in its contestants' graphic analysis and dismissal of people based on their most private of parts. (laughs) I'd say. Yeah, that's, to me, doing this... I mean, because of who I am and who I've become as a person, I really wouldn't care. I have embraced the grower, not a shower part of my self. <laughs> right. So that's fine. And, and people in the know should know that if you are a grower, you tend to have more firmer erections because you are getting more blood supply to the spongy tissue of the penis. Spongy tissue. <laughs> You know, just because you don't have this swinging hammer 24-7 doesn't mean you don't have a nice penis. Right. Right. And the funny thing is when growers have an orgasm, if it's a really good orgasm, boy, it goes away real fast. (laughs) It does. And and it's totally genetic. And that's how how it has evolved. That's the way it should be. Says you. That's right. Well, see, my problem with shows like this, though, is there's still – I mean, I haven't watched the show, so I, I can't judge one way or another. But my initial thought process is it's – they're still – they're not going to be picking regular people for this show, right? I would imagine not. Like, I mean, they're, they're still quote-unquote regular people from a median economic perspective. But they're still going to be good-looking people with firm bodies – you know what I mean? Like, so, because who's going to, would the average viewer turn in to watch a bunch of naked fatties on TV? Oh, I, I 100% would, but that's me. But you're not the average viewer either. True. true. Like, so they, ha- there has to be some reason for them to watch the show outside of just that they're going to be naked. So they're going to be good looking naked people. Yes. On the show. Yeah. And, do good-looking naked people really need a show like that to watch? You know what I mean. Like I, I would, I would, I would think that this also, this almost creates more depression than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. Because you're still like the average Joe is still going to watch the show, but like I can't pull any other girls on there. It's very true. Yeah, and like even if you look at shows in the U.S. that aren't even necessarily dating shows but it has kind of that every person's appeal to it you know a big brother or even look at something like survivor something like that all of the people at worst are okay looking people right 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 or slightly overweight slightly yeah 
Like it's not they they tout that they want the cross section of America in it, but it's not really the cross section of America. No, it's the cross it's section of a, the upper crust. <laughs> right. It's still a very carefully curated cross section. Yes. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, we could only see two of his six pack abs. So I guess this will work. Right. Like, stop it. I mean, granted, you couldn't have a cast of 15 made up of 14 fatties because right. if you put them in a house to live together, they'd be out of food in a couple days. Oh, you stop but, it. Right oh, but Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but you could throw a couple fatties in there to make us feel good. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have to be my 600-pound life, but come on. Yeah. When everybody's 27 and fucking hard-bodied, it's hard to relate to the show. Agreed. No matter how real the reality TV is. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy quotes on that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree. And I, I feel the same way, a little off topic, when it comes to clothing ads. Because right now, everything, especially for men's fashion, is super tight pants. But, you know, they're breathable and flexible and stain and water resistant and whatever. But all the guys in the ads are like 5% body fat. They're all right. 5'10", 140 pounds. Like, if I wore those pants, I might as well be wearing yoga pants. I might as well be wearing Lululemons because that's what those pants are going to look like. Right. I mean, my rule of thumb, Dangle, is if a fart can't escape from the pants, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. If, if, you, if what you're wearing is so tight... That when you fart, that stays bottled up and you're smelling it for hours, Ooh. the clothes are too tight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if if the fart can't escape, my balls can't breathe. That's so right. <laughs> put that on the statue limit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of rewriting to do. That's, she's going to be holding a much bigger book. Four score and seven years ago. The fart can't escape. My balls can't breathe. What? That took a turn. Yeah. yeah I think something got lost in translation somewhere. <laughs> now, it's worth noting that the show's seventh season is currently airing in the UK, though plans for a celebrity edition a few years ago did not come to fruition. Well, no. <laughs> Could you it imagine? It wouldn't. That that goes back to the beginning of the conversation because, for as good as celebrities look on TV, they're tucked and nipped and stra and tightened and pulled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're shot at certain camera angles and all that. Like you don't want to see the reality of the superstars that you're in love with. I mean, they do. There is a celebrity Big Brother that's done uh, often in in the the UK. Yeah that um, you get to see some nudity and stuff like that. in, But they're not going to show the real-life celebrity, not on a show like like that. Oh, no, definitely not. I was, uh, I was on, I think it was Instagram, and you know how they give you suggestions of accounts you may like right? based on what you already follow. And I'm like, yeah, let, let's see what they suggest. And they had this picture of a woman taking a selfie in a mirror and blonde attractive but as i'm looking at this picture like something's off and i go into her actual account and i'm looking at all of her pictures i get that you may want to filter a little bit you know whether it's for artistic reasons whether it's for vanity 
if you want to run a filter over your picture, that's fine. But it was so overly filtered that it looked cartoonish. I would say, yeah, it looked like anime. Yeah, like <laughs> the only thing that looked real in that picture of, at all was her long blonde hair. And everything else was just off. And it made her less attractive to me, her trying to make herself more attractive with the filter. You know what I mean? I like, yep. it's, it's just like, it's okay. You can have a flaw. It's fine. Right. In fact, to me, it's more attractive. Agreed. Now, if there were to be a celebrity edition of Naked Attraction, be it man or woman, because I would imagine it would be easy for women and some men to say, I want male athletes to be the people that I am choosing from if I'm on that show, because they are going to have the better bodies, depending on the position in sport, but they're going to have the better bodies. They're going to be more in shape, more attractive. But who would you like to see celebrity wise do the show? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That is a very fancy name. Who is that? <laughs> she is the co-star of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, okay. She was in the Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was was the Cloverfield like uh, sequel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Definitely. That's my celebrity crush. Ooh, okay. Wow. Yep, yep. Before we recorded this, I learned so much about you, and now during it, I'm learning even more. This is awesome. Yeah, without a doubt. And she was in a movie. I need to I'll find it for you here. But she was in a movie where she played an alcoholic that was really, really good. It's called Smashed from 2012 with Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. It's oh, an excellent, okay. excellent movie. Nice. Yeah, if I wanted to see someone on this show, um, it would be Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Uh, okay. Especially, I haven't seen it yet, but she did a comedy where she's like dating somebody, and it's very kind of national lampoonish in the way it's written. Right. And yeah, I haven't seen it either. I know it's your. It's a. It's a recent one where she's like dating this family's son, who like they're. She's trying to get him to. Like spread his wings and be more adult or something like that. I believe. Correct. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually trying to look it up as we do this. And she's supposed to be nude in that. You do get to see one. I believe it was one boob in Red Sparrow, um, where she plays a Russian spy. Mm, okay. I believe it might have been both boobs. I can't remember. It's been so long <laughs> since I've seen it. Yeah. No hard feelings. There you go. This is the movie. Yeah. I like the fact because she had done so many more serious roles right and for her to kind of step out and spread her comedy wings a little bit more that makes me more attractive makes her more attractive to me i should say that's a good choice thank you choice i appreciate that you you are a well-rounded man so to hear that from you i appreciate is that a fat joke no no, you stop right now (laughs) (laughs) i i just saw you and you look better than ever my friend oh thank you yes Now, to end this article, dating shows are a strange genre, to be sure, and an all-nude one sounds like an especially surreal example of the style. That said, 
It also sounds far less unsettling than the time in the 1970s when a serial killer was a contestant on one such program. Yeah, the dating game. Yes, and I actually did not know this. So, and apparently they made a movie about it. But uh, for those who don't know the dating game in the 1970s, they had either a man or a woman as the contestant, and they asked three questions of three potential suitors. And the questions were flirty and it allowed the people to kind of show their creativity in their answers. They were still trying to be honest, but they were being fun with it. And some of it was hilarious during the show. But apparently there was a serial killer that was also trying to get people to date slash victim <laughs> which it's a good way of putting it yeah <laughs> like wow i that is a long way to go to find a victim that's a bold way to go to find a victim <laughs> there is that yeah I am so. Let me just expose myself right. on camera as I'm killing people. Yeah, I am so confident in who I am as a person and a serial killer that I'm going to put my face on TV to try and right. get a victim. Like, wow. I mean, granted, though, that was back in the day before, you know, CSI and everything was a was a freaking. Um, you know, they could they could run everything through the fucking databases and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So before the uh, we got fingerprints, we lifted fingerprints on this or a DNA sample of that, and we can trace your lineage and find you through your uncle. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that and, you know, there were cameras everywhere and it wasn't social media. Yeah. Yeah. Back in a simpler time when killing was so much easier. <laughs> I miss those days. Oh, oh, it brings a tear to my eye, stepfather. Yeah, I was born. I always say I was born in the wrong time, but as I get older, I realize how wrong of a time I was born. In. <laughs> <laughs> I think things would go a lot different for me if I was if I was strapped to a six shooter. These, you know, mm, back then. Okay, I don't think I'd have been much more profitable. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, I'd have a lot more money. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd have a lot more peace in my life if I, if I was uh, able to that. have duels. We need to bring those back. Ah, uh, duels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I drifted off into thought. Yeah, it's. Ah, uh, uh, I remember. Good you, you just started building your list. That's right. Oh, yes. bring back duels. All right. This <laughs> The guy at the liquor store last night definitely has to go. Yes. That guy that cut me off Tuesday, he's got to go, too. That's right. Don't think I don't have your license plate number. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. This is the reason this show has been a staple of entertainment and adult news and fun for as long as it has. Because it's people like you that have allowed not only me, but the listeners to laugh, grow, gain some information, and just have fun with the idea of adult topics. And truly, I cannot thank you enough for everything that you have done to help me get here 
it has been a pleasure to get to know you as a person and as a friend, but also within the realm of podcasting. It has truly been an honor, my friend. Well, Daniel, the honor is all mine. You took what you took the idea that we had twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> back during the back during the Reagan administration, you know, back when we used to have to crank the 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 recording machines so that we could get it all get it all in. But I mean, look, look we've gone from a three hour uh, marathon session to the great episodes that you now have, and I congratulate you and look forward to more success coming your way. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, back when we did this on CB Radio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, all you gents and germs, and welcome to the Dick Dangle Podcast. Right. <laughs> and all you ships at sea. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, once again, an absolute pleasure. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck with everything in the future. And uh, that's all I can say. Love you to death. And I know the listeners appreciate every second of your time that you're on this show. Well, thank you. I love them. I love you too, buddy. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I know every single one of you had as much fun listening to that as I did recording it and then going back through and editing it. It's an honor to know these people, and it is so much fun to be able to bring them to you. So what I want to do here at the end of this is just give a couple thank yous to just about everybody, to be honest, but to the people that have helped make the show possible from episode one to episode 500, be it behind the scenes or otherwise. I could not ask for a better group of people. So, of course, all of the hosts that have helped me do this show over the years, whether they were just guest hosts, whether they are current co-hosts, they have all played such a huge part in what this show developed into, and I am so happy with where it's at right now. Of course, as it grows, it is going to change and evolve But it is so much fun for me to do this show right now, and I think it shows in how I approach it. I want to thank all of the PR groups that have given people to me to interview. There are a number of them. I don't want to show favorites, so I will just thank all of them because they have brought top-tier talent and amazing people to me, and I appreciate the fact that they trust me to interview their clients. Thank you to the people that have interviewed me and allowed me to spread my message and to be who I am, have fun, and try to show a different side of podcasting and being a personality within the periphery of the adult community. It's been a lot of fun to get to know other podcasts and different organizations. And I hope that that community that I am a part of continues to grow. Thank you to all the clubs over the years that have let me interview the feature performers that come into my town. 
but a special thank you to the award-winning Rick's Cabaret for their time and hospitality in doing so for over a year now, though I did some recording there prior to that being Rick's Cabaret, but I definitely want to thank them. They are just the nicest people, and I really appreciate how well they take care of me. Thank you to all of the adult performers and sex workers and everybody under that umbrella that I have interviewed and gotten to know and became friends with through this journey. If you would have told me at episode one that I would know these people the way that I do and appreciate them the way that I do and have them give love and respect back, I wouldn't have believed a word of it. But they do, and I am happy and honored to call them friends, and it has truly been a blessing getting to know them. Thank you to all of my friends and family that support this podcast and me as I do it. You know, they may not understand why I do what I do, but they know that I love doing it. And even if they don't listen to the show, they ask me how it's going and ask me to tell fun stories. It's been cool to have a group of people that know me at a level where they go, we know you're going to do it right. So go do it. But most importantly, I want to thank every single person in pervert nation that listens to this show supports me on social media and is excited to see what the future brings because that is where my motivation lies in taking those listening on this journey with me so whether this is your first show or your 500th Please give yourselves a round of applause for helping make this show possible because it is truly you that allow me to do this. So when it comes to the show and me being at 500 episodes, I get asked a lot, where do you go from here? Where does the show go from here? And all I can really say is there's a lot of tread left on these tires and I can't wait to see what tomorrow brings. It is great to be in a healthy and happy headspace because it has allowed me to be creative and come up with ideas for the future. And with all of the support of all the people that I have just named, my heart is full and it makes me want to do more. And after 500 episodes, that's really all I can ask. When I have just as much fun doing it now as I did when I started, there's nothing better. So I have a feeling everyone listening is going to enjoy seeing where the show goes and where I go as a podcaster and as a person involved in the adult community. I think it's going to be a very fun ride. So thank you to all of you for listening to episode 500. Man, that still blows my mind that I say that. Please take care of yourselves. 
and the people around you pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like everyone that you have heard on this show over the years, find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can because I am proof positive that it does you well. And of course, dangle on. <laughs>